Welcome to the Iron Mind Podcast. I'm Dr. Ian Quist. Make sure you hit that subscribe button below so you don't miss any future episodes. Welcome to Iron Mind Podcast with Dr. Ian Quist. This is a podcast that I've been really excited to do, and it is with my wife, Amanda, who is here with me today. So first off, thank you for joining me, Amanda. No problem. (laughs) So this is totally unprepared as far as uh, I did not have a list of questions. I didn't tell Amanda what we were going to talk about. We're actually sitting at the Tesla supercharger, so if there's a bit of background noise, um, I apologize, but I just really wanted to make the most out of our town. So um, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about you as far as what you do and a little bit about yourself. Okay, so I'm a wife and a mom. Um, I'm a teacher for my uh, career, um, and I I love doing that. Um, I also really enjoy doing CrossFit, and I do a few little triathlons here and there. A few little ones. (laughs) (laughs) So my favorite one, I've probably talked about this on the podcast before, but my favorite (laughs) triathlon that I've ever done was with you in Chattanooga, and it was the Ironman 70.3. Yep. It was my third time doing that distance, and your first. And I still remember, and this goes back to, you know, spending time with people that you want to be like, and I can remember doing my second half Ironman distance, and we were on our way home literally from the race, and you said, yeah, I think I want to do that distance. Do you remember that? I do. Do you remember what I said? No, I don't. I said, Amanda, I support you in anything that you'd like to do, but I think anybody doing something like that is insane because it was such a horrible, horrible day for me, and it was such a difficult race. And uh, I still remember, so that was that was on a Sunday. Monday, you went to work. I, I had the day off, and I can remember sitting down doing kind of my post-race report and sending you a message saying, do you want to do Chattanooga in May with me? And of course you said, yes. So so that's how the training started. So how did you train? Like I'm an analytic guy. I've got like all my workouts planned. You asked me what I'm doing in six weeks from today. I can tell you the exact workout I'm doing most of the time. What was your approach to that, would you say? Um, I swam <laughs> a few times and I ran when I felt like it and I biked. Uh, on the indoor. trainer, yeah. yeah on the trainer. I don't think I even went outside on my bike. Now you're kind of minimizing it. You obviously had to train hard for it, but you definitely had a very different approach than I did, right? Yeah. So I I went to the pool before school two days a week, I think. Yeah, we did our swim training together. And then I we ran. did some runs together. Yeah, right? I ran on the treadmill around the track at the gym and a few outdoor runs. I'm not an outdoor biker. I'm no. afraid of the cars. Yeah. It was it was fun. I I remember um, something that I've always said, and the only reason I'm even doing these things like triathlons and probably even this podcast, and I've had any success in my life, I think, because of you, and I appreciate that. And it's because you've always seen more in me than I see in myself. And, and I've always said that. And I'm always amazed. Like, I'm still terrified to do the full Ironman in August of this year. I'm getting less terrified each day because I'm training so hard, but I also am less terrified because you insist that we could both go and do one tomorrow if we needed to. Absolutely. <laughs> so you have this, like, you probably make up confidence-wise what I what I lack. You're 
Like you have no problems with confidence and that's not an egotistical thing at all. That's just you. You just, you have such a firm belief in yourself and in the people around you. And it's, it's like, it's such an amazing character to see in, in, in you. Um, and so that alone, that willpower alone, um, took you to the start line. Did it get you to the finish line? It did. Absolutely. It was awesome. It was so cool. So we started together, right? Like the race started, you could you could self-seed for the swim. And then... We finished our swim pretty similar. Yeah, we finished our swim similar. You spent a bit more time on the bike than me. Mm, I did. <laughs> uh, how long were you on the bike for? A long it was, time. It was a long time. You said you didn't want to see that bike again for a while, right? No. Yeah. No, it was over four hours. So, but that's 90K. Like, you know, you did it. You'd never biked 90K before you went to this race. No. Um, anyway, and then and then on the run, it was a two-loop run, and there was a spot where you were going one direction, I was coming the other, and we actually saw one another. And I I think you were on, I was on, you were on your first lap. loop, and I was on my second lap. So I was I was probably like, I don't know, 5 or 6K from finishing, and she was probably 15K from finishing. And I think that's the only time I've ever heard you doubt yourself, actually. I, I believe you said, I don't know if I can finish this sometime. I don't, I don't think it was, yeah, it was the timing. I don't think it was my... Belief. I, belief in my running, it was, I didn't think I was going to do it in time. Yeah. So there's a time limit when you do these races, by the way. So you have to finish, I think it's seven and a half hours for a, no, is it seven and a half or eight and a half? Eight and a half. Eight and a half hour. But my watch cutoff. died too. Yeah. Her watch died. She didn't know the time, but she persevered, right? And you just kept going. And, and I just said, don't quit. Like you've got the time. I know you can do this. And, um, I think like that race is in a lot of ways to me, it's a, like a metaphor for for our lives and it's by like way, me picking way, you up i did finish in time. and she did finish in time absolutely and ethan was in line getting ice cream for me <laughs> i felt horrible i was like near death that was a that was a it was a such a hot day it was so hot and we're we're i had finished the race and we were sitting there and i finally said to ethan i can't i can't wait you're gonna have to go get me some 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 food go get me some ice cream so he went to get ice cream and i think he came back and said that lineup's too long i'll go to this other store and meanwhile then Amanda came across the line and I felt bad because Ethan was out getting me ice cream while she crossed the finish line. But anyway, the the point being that when I think of that race, I think of like challenges that so many of us have in our day-to-day lives that we struggle with, whether it be with work or relationships or finances or whatever. And that having somebody like you, and I'm hoping that I'm that person for you as well, but that can always be there to like pick us up. So despite you constantly telling me I can do it, I can do it, I can do it, then at that moment, it was like the one time that I knew you could do it and that you went, I'm not sure if I can get this done in time. And I, and I'm, I, I had no doubt that you could because I know how, what's the right word? What's another word for determined. stubborn? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> determined. I knew how determined you were. So anyway, so I, I don't have any specific questions, but I mean, what are some of your goals for, for this year, for example? So for this year, I want to get back into my regular fitness routine. Um, it's been a bit difficult with the gyms closed. Uh, and then I have to decide where I want to focus. I was doing both CrossFit and triathlon, and it was hard to um, do both. They're very different sports, and I needed different muscles and, and different times to do each sport. Um, so I've kind of had to refocus myself a bit. Um, I'd like to do some just running races. Uh, hopefully things open up and I can do that. Um, so I think I just want to 
do some 5k runs they're fun um and then of course lose a few pounds yeah that's so many people's goal i think right yeah, now just with everything changing just to get back into routine right so, so something that i i think about also is like when we had our transformation you especially you had gone plant-based at that time which yes. i don't even know if plant-based was a word then i just think it was vegan yeah We've often distinguished vegan and plant-based being um, vegan, and and this is... to, to me, vegan's a lifestyle. Plant-based is a right. food nutrition. Choice. Yeah. Um, so you know, so vegans, we're plant-based now. Vegans don't wear leather or they don't eat honey. Um, right. Anything, anything to do with animals. Right. Whereas we more, we Our look at it more as a nutritional as a food, food yeah. thing. So I mean, it is great for the environment and things like that, which we're all for that, and and obviously for the animals, but. For us, it's always been a nutrition thing. But so when you did it, I don't know, five years ago. When was it? Like four, Maybe more four, four, four or five years ago. Um, and it was a lot harder then. There wasn't plant-based options. No, there's um, no no replacements. Yeah. So and you did, I mean, absolutely amazing. And you know, with three other people in the house who weren't plant-based. Um, and then a year ago in February, well, it's February now, I guess. Um, that's when I started into it and I've noticed a massive transformation as far as um, inflammation and things and how my body recovers um, what would you say is one of the biggest things for you that you've noticed when you went plant-based um, I think I just feel better overall um, and then I lost I did lose weight um, I, I don't know I don't know if I have like a specific thing like I didn't really have noticeable inflammation right um I just feel better in general yeah and I mean I, I don't again I this is just a you know conversation between the two of us that we're recording I'm not I'm not here to promote any any one thing I'm I do I, I would say I do promote plant-based living if a person were to talk to me seriously about their nutrition I would but I'm not opposed to whatever works you know for what each I person. think I think I don't have that kind of that food hangover you know that yeah. maybe you get with like a big hamburger and that's true and also the whole like we've talked about this before where you know we said that we're we're overfed and undernourished as a society so being plant-based you get your you get your nourishment which means that you're not craving more bad food right like some people go and they'll eat fast food they don't get the nutrients that their body requires so they feel stuffed then they end up with that as you say food hangover and then because they didn't get the nutrients, despite getting the calories, they're still hungry. Their body's craving those nutrients, right? Right. So um, that that's a that's a key point for sure. I do think, too, in general, um, skin's been a big change. Just nicer skin. Like clear skin. Yeah. Yeah. And then, actually, what's your background in nutrition? You did, uh, you should let everybody know. Yeah, I'm a, a certified holistic nutritionist. Yep. So you did that on top of parenting and crossfit and triathlons and yeah and teaching and working you've worked in the office with me for many many years yeah um i talk to people about that all the time actually about how when we work together people would always be like how do you guys spend so much time together because there's some marriages that just don't work like that and some that do and it's I not miss it. no, i'm not being there yeah i mean we spend we spend so much time together. Um, for us, that works great. I'm not suggesting that if you don't spend a lot of time with your spouse or that you couldn't work with them, that you have a bad marriage. No, I'm not implying that at all. For us, it was, I mean, 
it was awesome. We spent all that time together plus all of our off time together. So um, I would say, I, okay, I'll ask you first and then I'll tell you what my answer is. What what would you say is probably one of our best, um, I don't know, pastimes together, things that we, that we like to do together? I probably go for a walk. Yeah, I would say exercise, right? Yeah. So we'll sometimes do a run or something like that, but hiking, we've done a lot of hiking together. So for us, now that wasn't the case you know, 10 years ago for us, but it is now. And I, I think it's, I mean, it's part of with where we live. We live in probably one of the most beautiful parts of the country, to be honest with you. So we can go right out our door and we're on the Bruce trail. Um, you know, we've got amazing scenery, but when we get out, we try to walk typically on the weekends, we walk Saturday and Sunday together. Anything um, on the water too. I yeah. That. Yeah. Last year, Amanda was a great help. She went out on the stand up paddleboard or the kayak while I would swim. And she was kind of my lifeguard i guess yep. right and um this summer will be a lot more of that i'm sure uh, which you loved it though right yeah, when, when you got great. out there you you thought this was just awesome um so anyways you've always been such a massive support and i appreciate you coming on to chat is there anything else you think some of our listeners might like to know about you <laughs> i don't think <laughs> no? so um so you guys could go to our website which is www.dreianquist.ca so it's d-r-i-a-n Q-U-I-S-T dot C-A. And then I'm not sure what tab it's under, but our video is on there somewhere. Um, click on the different tabs. And you're going to see a video. And it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty raw version of us, I think. And it's called a white couch video that um, a, a group that we used to belong to that they had asked us to, to do. And um, it was pretty awesome. It was done late at night, like 1030 at night or something like that. Remember that? I do. It was crazy. They didn't give you any information. You just showed Kinda up. I'm like right now. Yeah. No prep. We just showed up. They told us, I think they told us to wear whatever we were wearing, like black, black, black top and, and jeans. jeans. And that's it. That's all they tell you. And then you go in there and uh, Dr. Ed just grills you. And uh, it's pretty awesome because he takes no time to get to the, to the core. And um, as I say in the video, it was the most vulnerable I'd ever seen Amanda. So uh, go, I think you'd really love to see that video. So if you go onto our website, it's not very long, but it's uh, it's really well done um, as far as the editing and and things like that. And uh, it's us very raw, past our bedtime, you know, kind of in a in a neat spot. So, anyways, well, thank you very much for joining me. If this one gets more listens than all the others, then you may have to be a bit more of a regular uh, <laughs> person on the th- on the uh, podcast. So, oh, wait. thank right. you, thank you.